2: Uh, No doubt about it, this is the cloudy voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmaurice, with another food show. It's it's the uh, brunch bell ringing right now, but not much longer, because brunch is about over in most places. But uh, there it is, uh, something that people find really elegant and fun to do uh, on the weekends. And uh, I always try to go to one uh, somewhere around town. There are so many of them to get to, and one of these days maybe I will get to all of them. Uh, so let's see what uh, kind of deliciousness our listeners and callers can come up with here. Uh, the uh, sh- the program, in case you've never heard it before, and for goodness sake, we've given you uh, 30 years to, uh, to get that shot at it, uh, but uh, we have been talking about uh, brunches, as uh, as something that's very popular. Whenever it comes up, uh, everybody has some ideas about where's the best place to go for a Sunday brunch. And if you have any thoughts about that, we'd love to hear them, uh, because that just keeps on growing and growing. On the other hand, if what you have on your mind is food-related, even if it's distantly related, uh, we'd love to have you call in and talk about whatever that is, whether that has anything to do with brunch or not. We don't really uh, care about that. Moving along from one item to another, it's just fine. We all are here to talk about uh, having something great to eat today, tomorrow, whenever it is. And if you've had anything terrific, please share it with everybody, And uh, because uh, it does you no good to keep it to yourself. I mean, there's really nothing good that could come out of that. You want to see something that definitely is not good. This is if you uh, have a favorite restaurant that you really have been enjoying, uh, but they are in trouble because they're not bringing in quite enough business to uh, to really stay afloat for much longer. And there you are. or well, maybe it wasn't you. It might have been somebody who kind of looks like you. Uh, comes forth and says, well, you know, th- I want to keep this a secret because it's my favorite restaurant and I don't want to have to wait 30 seconds to get a table ne- every time I come in. Uh, uh, so uh, th- that's not a good impulse because then you may well lose your favorite restaurant just because it wasn't doing enough business. And the way you can get business to uh, a- for a restaurant, get it put into place right away, you can do it yourself. Just call me, 260 260- one 870 And if you call me, here, here's what will happen. Uh, everybody who is listening to us here on the Big 870 WWL, and that's a lot of people, will very likely hear about a restaurant that they didn't know existed and dishes that they didn't know existed from that uh, point of view either. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not going to get it. So uh, why not uh, share it with us? Uh, Again, I tell you, uh, the thing I am looking for uh, are these restaurants that a lot of people just assume that everybody already knows about, but I can assure you that they don't. I am always running into people who tell me things like I've never been to Commander's Palace before. I've never been to to Antoine's before. How can you not? I mean, that's not paying attention at all to to the dining scene. I mean, you mustn't like to eat is all I can think of in other words uh I, I but i maybe i better say right now if uh if i've just in the first few minutes here have uh sounded like a wise guy uh yeah that that is kind of uh where i'm coming from but it's not too bad and you're not going to be beat up um, uh, as a matter of fact it might well be the other way around so uh give us a call 260 1870 that's our telephone number you can also if you are shy about going on a radio show, and I, I understand a lot of people um, do have that issue, uh, no big deal, uh, but if you still have something you want to tell me about some restaurant you found that you think is really good, have I been there yet, or can you find a restaurant a restaurant that has a really good duck a l'orange? Somebody did, in fact, call me with that very question yesterday, and you know what? We didn't turn up with anything. Uh, a couple of Chinese places. So maybe I'm going to ask you right now, this is a, a classic French dish, duck a l'orange, roasted duck, and then it's coated with a glaze that's based on orange juice. And it's a wonderful I know it might sound funny, you know, oranges and, and duck? How does that go together? All you have to do is taste it once. I think you will walk away from it uh, saying, well, yeah, that's got something going on. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's the kind of uh, information that we gather around here. And, uh, again, I tell you, it is uh, anything you uh, want to talk about is always welcome here. Uh, so That's that's the way we work. And it's nice to be here uh, on Saturdays and, in, in some cases, Sundays. Here we are on a Sunday. We don't uh, show up uh, too, too much on a Sunday, just when uh, all the football and basketball games seem to have faded away, at least for the moment. So uh, call us, would you? 260-1870. And you'll get right in. Uh, about absolutely anything you, uh, you want to do. I uh, had my Sunday brunch today in, in one that I go to pretty often because it's close to where I live, and my wife likes it and my daughter likes it, and everybody, uh, and, and friends, too, that we go there with every now and then. Uh, it's called Matina Bella is the name of the restaurant. It's in uh, Covington, right in the middle of the old town part of Covington, which is really a, a quaint, uh, really good-looking area. I wish, uh, I wish that were more common. Uh, we have uh, they, they do a very nice job of making the place feel like everything in it is welcoming you. It's certainly true at Matina Bella. They're busy as can be all the time. And I was in there uh, today, and I got a dish, which the guy who owns the place, he and his wife do, um, he uh, says that uh, it was something that I started. And uh, I do kind of remember that. I went in there once, and they had an omelet that was made with mushrooms, uh, and uh, let's see, there was mushrooms and some uh, crab meat, jumbo lump crab meat, and uh, they poached the eggs. They put some hollandaise sauce over it. Oh, wait, wait. This was the, uh, what I'm telling you about is the, uh, is the uh, omelet version of this, and I was looking at it, and I thought, you know what, this would be a really good combination of, If they were to forget the omelet aspect of it and just come on at it uh, with the crab meat and the and the and the uh, hollandaise sauce and all that, uh, which is generally known around town as a benedict, you know, as in eggs benedict. And they thought, well, I don't know. Uh, And I said, why don't you try it? Can you do it? And they said, oh, sure, we can do it. So they went back there. They did it. They brought it back out. I ate it. It was great. So I told them. You really ought to put this on your menu. I think you're going to really uh, kill them if you, uh, not literally, but um, if you uh, want to let that loose. And, indeed, that is how it went. And uh, they told me today uh, that uh, it is their number one selling Benedict-style uh, Benedict style, uh uh, dish and they have a bunch of them so uh, good to hear that if for no reason other than the fact that i like eating it too and i still do in fact i had it today so uh, that's a delicious thing our number is 260-1870 who's going to be the first caller today we're waiting for somebody who uh, c- would like to have that honor or dishonor depending on how you look at it we, two have, six a, we oh, have a lot of one candidates eight Oh, we do I can't I I, I have no way of uh, seeing who's there or or anything. This right. is one of our shortcomings here. So no. tell me, we will start with Glenn in Mandeville. Glenn, did you say? Glenn. Good Glenn, afternoon. Welcome yes. to the Food Show.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Colin can
4: to re-
0: recommend uh, Caesar's Restaurant on North Causeway in Mandeville.
4: Italian restaurant, and um,
2: pop
0: operation. No we wait, we
2: were what, last
3: night and
2: I'm, Guy. Tell me the tell me the name of it again. I didn't quite catch it.
3: Caesar's. Oh, Caesar's. Caesar's. Yeah. Uh huh. Named after the owner and chef. Yep. The food was excellent. The hospitality. Yeah. What'd you have?
4: We uh, had veal
3: uh, in, in two different ways and two different appetizers,
4: and uh-huh. more than we could possibly eat. But everything was excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, especially uh,
2: the
3: personality they... of the chef.
2: Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Uh, and. For a long time, and I don't know if they're still doing it. I haven't been there since they moved to where they are now. This is about the third location that they have had. Uh, but the mm-hmm. uh, not that that means anything. Uh, they uh, uh, used to do this really great bread, and it is exactly the kind of bread you would find in Italy. I've, I've been around Italy, just about all of it. And th- there's this wonderful bread. No matter where you go, it has a, a pretty rough... Uh, exterior on a kind of a dark brown it's kind of light brown in the middle but it, it's really fantastic and it's a wonder to me that more restaurants don't get that but
3: <clears throat> they started last night um, with extra olive it was exquisite
2: okay so they're doing that bread that's reason enough to go yes. there is that bread absolutely
3: yeah yeah uh, recommend them highly
2: okay good i it's good on my list i i haven't been there since they moved where they good are the location now, is, is
3: upscale very very nice well that's good very well decorated
2: well, good. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Boy, there have been a bunch of restaurants on and off in that location over the years. But uh, what does that mean? Nothing, really.
3: Trayun is less than that,
1: everybody else.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, could be. Yeah. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, getting us started today. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Who's next? What do we, we have, have a next? Uh, we uh, we have plenty of next. We have. Oh, good. Mike and Harvey. Mike, and he is in Harvey. Which reminds me of a joke about. Uh, but uh, well, never mind. We'll we'll save it for another time. Uh, welcome, Mike.
1: Uh, thank you, Tom. How are you today?
2: I'm doing swell. You?
1: Oh, okay. My wife is yeah, out of yeah. town.
2: Right there, you know.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, my uh-huh. wife's in town. No problem. So. <laughs> she's, uh, Let's she's home cooking. You better cooking watch it. Orange ruffy. <laughs>
2: It's gonna cost you a lot of money on Thursday, which is Valentine's Day, and you you know you gotta watch out for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a day it's kinda of crowded out there on the streets, mm. but it sure uh, is enjoyable. Mm. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Christopher Blake's.
2: Christopher Blake's Does that I know I know Christopher I know Christopher Blake uh, personally. And I have uh, uh, two or three of his cookbooks. Believe it or not, he, he they, not many of them are still in circulation, but some of them are. He had one that was called uh, uh, Red Beans and Rice.ly Yours uh, was the name of one of them. Uh, and he uh, used to have a restaurant on, if I remember it, right, it was on Lafayette Street between Carondelet and and oh uh, Saint Charles Avenue, I think. Uh, but he was. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, a really terrific uh, chef and restaurateur. I, 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 uh, last, I last time I heard from him, he was in San Francisco.
1: Oh, that that would seem uh, that would seem a good place for him. I think.
2: Well, He seemed you to be, be happy there about it. He is. Uh, he is very uh, proud to say, and I'm. I say that to you know keep people from thinking whether I'm picking on him. But he is yeah. uh, in an organization. Uh, that is trying to avoid the drinking of alcohol. Apparently at some oh, point he God. had a problem with that, and, and he, he uh, he's uh, very uh, unshy about just telling you that. But he's done well with it, and uh, and he's done cookbooks, and uh, really interesting guy. But it's been a long time since I've talked to him.
1: Yeah, well, I remember. I don't know if this is memory or a desire, but yeah. I recall he had a Sunday brunch. And this was, like, right when the Saints started.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, that would have been pretty smart. And it got very popular, but I recall, and again, I don't know if it's memory or desire, but uh, I thought the first person that called up set the menu for the brunch.
4: Hmm.
2: And, oh, uh, I don't know yeah.
1: I don't know why I'm thinking that way but uh, well I mean that, I was some, that was good
2: that was uh, that was a popular thing to do back in the 1970s which is where we're talking about when he was here. and uh, uh, what you would do is you would go to some of these French bistros I remember there was one in slide L for a long time and the first person to call to get a reservation was the person who could pick what would be served that night. Uh, yeah, I'm, it I'm didn't last like a long time. I don't time know if, exactly. I don't know
1: if it's true about Christopher Blake's but I kinda remember the you go they had the bless uh, Yeah. you talk about the alcohol. They had to the bless the best bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it made it so unusual, but it like had bouillon in it, so it was quite well, a it was quite a nice place.
2: everything you're saying. Uh, fits in what I remember about uh, about Chris Blake. He was uh, he he was very capable of coming up with those very creative ideas.
1: Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And it's a memory from the past, kind of like a, 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 uh, what's the one Dunbars was in the Pontchartrain Hotel. Uh, Something Dunbars.
2: N- oh, that was that was uh, down the street a little bit. Corrine Dunbars. Uh, yeah, that Kareem Dunbar's. Dunbar's. That is a restaurant about which I still uh, get phone calls about. People say, you know, they call me <laughs> up and they say, uh, you know, I haven't been to New Orleans in a while, but is is uh, is that restaurant as good as it used to be? And I said, well, I guess so, <laughs> except that it, it's been closed for the last 40 years. <laughs> so right, you have right, some catching right. up to do. Uh I was never a big, big fan of it, but a lot of people were. It was uh, when you went there, you would call in your reservation, and uh, they would have a set menu, and that's that's what they did, and you uh, that's all you were going That'd to be uh, subjected to, and and then right. after that you would leave, and they kind of ran it as if you were a guest of the people who lived there, and they uh, uh, and you weren't just a regular customer. It was uh, it was a, v- a very interesting place but i never thought it was pretty i never thought it was especially good uh that's my own thought about it but uh but there you go yeah that's a, a piece okay. of uh, restaurant history
1: now well, listen. i have only one question for you if all you right have time.
2: all right sure go
1: i'm on a salt-free diet now Ah, and living in new orleans makes it particularly hard but i'm adjusting but I try mm-hmm. to have what's an egg white omelet. Yeah. And the egg whites in the case in the cartons I try they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was wondering is there any egg white product that nah, tastes
2: like eggs eggs are so cheap <laughs> that the thing to do just for the freshness of it which will be much, much better. Just buy a dozen eggs and if you don't want to use the yolks for anything just throw them away or 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 cook yeah, them a little yeah. bit and give them to the cat or the dog uh, uh, yeah. but yeah. you'll it'll be much much better than if you get something out of a container. The uh, here's a trick for cuz I have that problem too, you know. It's a blood pressure issue is probably is for you too. The uh, the 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 way to do this is have always have some lemons in the house, and when you're eating almost anything, squirt a little bit of lemon juice over it, but no no uh, salt, and you'll see okay. that it will it it will taste good, but you won't have any sodium in there, not, <laughs> not to speak of, and uh, it won't particularly taste entirely like lemon either. I mean it's it does the job. Try that out. Okay. All right. Thanks I'll for calling. It's the Food Show. Thank you. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Bye. Oh, We need to take a break. Oh, all right, excuse me. We uh, we need to take a break, I've just learned, and so we will. And then we'll be back with more of the Food Show in a moment. 260-1870 is our phone number. Love to hear from you. But now, please, this. Welcome back. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, and it's great to be here with you talking about the food scene in our city, which is, I've been telling you for the last few weeks, but in case you missed that, uh, th- there is a, 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 there are a couple of magazine articles. One of them was from uh, Food & Wine magazine, which is one of the major players in food magazines these days. And there was another one. I can't remember what it was, but it was a reputable uh, organization. And both of these said that the best food cities in America is New Orleans. And they have no bones about it, and it's not second place or or not, hey, New Orleans better look out because there's other people coming up. Nope, they just say we're number one, and you and I know it. So uh, give us a call and tell us what you've been eating lately. If you have some favorite restaurants out there that you've been going to a lot lately because there's something new and different, uh, please. We'd love to hear about it. I try to keep up with everything as much as I can, but there's only the one of me, and uh, that's not all that great. And the uh, and the, there's and then that's followed by. Uh, you know, sheer nothingness in some cases. But uh, there are a lot of great restaurants out there to be talked about. So talk. Uh, 260-1870 is our telephone number. Uh, And and also, uh, what a lot of programs uh, that we have done over here over the years have indicated is that people love to remember restaurants that have not been open for quite a while. Uh, That's perfectly fine with me. In fact, Uh, If it's about food, that's uh, good enough for me. So give us a call, 260-1870. Anybody there? Yes, sir. We have Mark Mark in New Orleans. Mark, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom, can you hear me? I hear you perfectly. Thanks for calling.
3: Yeah, uh, i got about four things. I'm going to go kind of quick as far as your brunch. uh, I haven't been out to brunch in a while, but I have many good memories. Can't go wrong at Brennan's.
2: To start no, with. you you really can't. And boy, is that a beautiful place since they remodeled it.
3: Well, I haven't been since they remodeled, but I mean I'm I mean, you know, they're known for, for breakfast, so I'm sure they're just as good or better now than they were back then. Um Yeah, that's pretty safe. Moving on, someone you someone was asking about duck a la orange. Now I yeah. don't know if they still do it, but before John Besh took over, a signature dish at La Provence was duck a la orange.
2: Uh, you know, yeah. you're absolutely right, but yeah. La Provence is no longer among the living.
4: Oh, La Provence closed?
2: It has been closed. I did not know a, that. A few months ago, well, they did it in a very quiet way, just like they ever did anything uh, and it's a shame. Oh, that's I, a shame.
3: Oh, is it a shame? I mean, you—you, you, where else in New Orleans area you captured the French countryside? I mean, nowhere is.
2: It, it was a one-of-a-kind restaurant, and in well, I hope somebody
3: years... takes that over and, and and brings back that you know that style. That would, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, as far as the, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: Uh, there there was one a bad indicator a few years ago uh, I don't know if you if you went there enough, you probably remember the lady who was always writing the poetry just uh, uh,
3: vaguely but go ahead yeah.
2: anyway they that was just uh, something that happened to you when you went to La Provence is that not only would you have a great meal uh, but you would this lady who had been working there for years would uh, write a poem for you and and give it to you. Yeah, it was as ma- charming as can be. Anyway, she had been with the restaurant for, I think, 30 years, and they threw a big party for her. And there uh, I was talking to John Besh, and I said, boy, you know, the only problem with this place is making a profit with it. And he said, you can forget about that. This, this restaurant will never make a profit. Hmm. And he's probably right. But, uh it, it's uh, if the chef and owner is saying that uh what is it what's what does that bode for the future of the restaurant uh, but it, being realistic uh the location is not good
3: well i, I was just going to say uh, the location you're not going to get a whole bunch of tourists you know like no, the restaurant no. and down and and mm. that's thats the, the limit they have to rely upon regulars and, and yeah. locals and and anyway but it is what it is so yeah uh, oh, well. But, uh, as far as restaurant, one, I mean, I love this. Uh, I could go on and on, but uh, one restaurant uh, I just really crazy about is Cafe Men's. Uh, oh, I just, me too. I, I just, you know, it's so hard to describe them. I, I people ask me, you know, when I tell them about, how do you describe it? And I say, that, you know, the only way I could describe it is, uh, is upscale Vietnamese theme fusion, California slash Creole, contemporary, <laughs> all mixed up. I said that's the only way I could describe that place
2: uh that is exactly right and i'm not going to bother to point it out because uh, i think you explained it as well as i could have yeah. probably better so uh, and Tom, i've, yeah, I've that,
3: had i could find something to pick on you know service uh shell and you or something and, I, and i've been a, a cafe man with people many many times and i, I cannot find one thing i could complain
1: about ever oh, it's terrific
2: a, it's yeah, really yeah. good and uh and I love your mixture there. You had a little bit of everything in the universe pretty mm-hmm. much there. But that was I mean, really accurate. That was the, the way they cooked over there. I mean, they, I
3: think they got Asabu, asabuka on the menu, <laughs> but it's imagine. not the, the way you would normally get it. It's just, you know, it's just something you have to experience uh, there. But one really last good. thing. um Sure. I'm a, a New Orleans person, a po' boy, and we lost Bender's yeah. bread, you know, recently. And and as yeah, far as, have, and this yeah. is what I want you to help me with. As far as I know, the last of the three old timers was was La uh Genduces, uh, and Benders. Is there any mm-hmm. other old-time French bread bakeries in no, New Orleans area left? No, nah,
2: that's it's it's gone. Uh, the Jendusa bakery, John Jendusa, uh which invented the po' boy sandwich, uh, right. po' boy uh, bread, anyway. And uh, they are still there. They their location is. Remember where the old Paps supermarket used to be, on you uh, in Genduces. In Genduces, uh, but uh, at the corner of uh, oh, let's see if I can remember them. Uh, Saint Anthony, Saint Francis. Yeah, I,
3: they they right there. At, uh, uh, Saint Anthony and Mirabu, and right next to them, seafood. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's what they are
2: doing over there. Yeah, uh, I mean, and and that's where the that's where the the uh, bread is coming from from Gendusa, John Gendusa. I want to ask but, you this
3: uh, real huh? quick: is besides is and, and Bendis, who would you say maybe is some bakery stepping up that's the closest in the style of the of those two in the New Orleans area? Maybe you have a couple other bakeries out there. Yeah, that there, that are doing there's
2: one that that really grabs me, and it's uh, they have four locations I think around. And it's no less than three. Uh, it's uh, uh, oh, oh gosh, um, it, it's just just you know, just now slipped my mind here, but it's a uh, uh, a restaurant that started out as a specialist in muffalettas, and they still consider themselves a specialist in muff- muffalettas, But they also are a full-fledged Italian restaurant. They do steaks, they do poor boys, and it is uh, Martino's. Martino's. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they have two of them on the West Bank at the very least, and then they have one uh, in Covington, in Old Covington. And the bread they use, it looks like French bread but when you take a bite into it you realize there's a whole lot more going on there it is it's thicker than most it's got a great crust and you know how roast beef poor boys sometimes you get them and after two bites they're just disintegrating because there's too much gravy in the bread yeah, it doesn't they just have any body right. to it you will never see that over at uh, uh I forgot it again. Mart, Martin, Martino's. Martino,
3: Martino, Martino. Can, can yeah. you buy the bread, or they just have it on yeah. their food? Yeah, no, I'm shirt. sure you
2: can. I'm sure you. Yeah. they That uh, where they get it from, I really don't know. Uh, okay. But uh, and wherever are, it is. Do you have any
3: other bakeries? What about some of these Vietnamese uh, bakeries? Well, yeah, Maybe those
2: are a- those are really uh, terrific. Uh, bon mi uh, to make, you know, those sandwiches. Uh, but mm-hmm. I've had real good luck with those, and they. Uh, they're not only uh, very well made, but it's a almost a ridiculously good price.
3: I mean, yeah. So really no, so apartment. nobody really per se not, is maybe not runner like up old, to be in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of those old timers, uh, you know, John, uh, Angelo Gendusa, That was one that's yeah. completely forgotten now. But
3: they rising's I think was before Benders R- went out. Rising's uh, rising's and
2: uh, and. And uh, the the other one, they, they operate out of the same bakery.
3: Yeah, yeah that's a shame. Well, yeah. I hope we don't lose the last two we
2: got. Oh, I don't think there's any chance of that. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate right. uh, the call. Well, thank, thank you. you for calling. See ya. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, let's see. Anybody hanging around? Yes, Do sir. We have to talk with. We have David in Waveland. David in Waveland. That almost rhymes. Uh <laughs> David, welcome.
4: Welcome, sir. I want to say, you know, if you're saying if anybody's listening out there, well, the thing, there's two things we love down here, and that's football and food. And right now we don't have any football.
2: We don't have any football, so it's all (laughs) about food. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense
4: to me. So you got Hmm. a bunch of listeners. I just want to tell you all about a dish that my wife has uh, recently Cook that man it just it did something special it was different for me right. and and it, it may be around for a long time, but it's called chicken Lombardi chicken Lombardi what is that it's a uh it's a chicken a chicken yeah. dish with a lot of cheese mushroom. I don't have the recipe in front of uh-huh. me you can yeah. google it very easy, but you know I guess the thing that really caught me a lot about it is you take your chicken and instead of just cooking it like we traditionally do you tenderize it and man uh-huh. it just gives that chicken just a different texture it's almost like eating a filet of chicken how would you, do do it you that uh, way.
2: how would you uh, how do you do that what's the process i mean is it marinated or is it to uh, punch no. a little bit no
4: no you 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 kind of filet the the breast in half uh-huh. And then you use a meat meat tenderizer to beat it. Oh, so,
2: so you pound it out. Okay, so it's like pine yeah. chicken up to that point, anyhow.
4: Yeah, but and then but it, then it's got all the cheese and the chicken broth. And, and strangely enough, I'm sure from here y'all would think I'm crazy, but I don't eat mushrooms. But man, mushrooms in it really taste fantastic. I don't know what it is about it, but oh, it's, mushrooms it's, it's are great. It's easy. To, yeah, it's easy to Google chicken Lombardi. Try it out. It's an easy dish to cook. It's man, it, it just it's so flavorful. Uh, All right. And I, I just wanted to share that dish because I've never, you know, yeah, I'm I'm a good old Southern boy and I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And really, it are there are there are a
2: million recipes out there. So uh, uh, this is this this name is uh, something that's not just your wife's uh, idea. There, there is a. a, a Uh, A recipe out there that everybody recognizes is that, right? So it's Lombardi, chicken Lombardi. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that
4: started off in I started off in Waveland, but I made it home in Diamond Head while I was waiting. (laughs) And uh, I just asked my wife if she had the recipe. I was waiting to get on the show, and she said, oh, she's in there cooking. And she's like, oh, man, it's on my phone somewhere. I said, that's all right. She said, like she said, it's all over, all over the yeah. internet. So all you gotta do is Google it, and all I right. promise you, if you like chicken and you try it, you like cheese, you'll love it.
2: You talked me into it. Well, thanks for calling.
4: All right, See y'all ya. have a it's, great day.
2: You too. See ya It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. But up, up, up. Lively program today, there, Tom. Oh yeah, yeah. We're on the air seven days a week this week, anyway. You uh, uh, you, you game for another in New one? New Orleans. What? Are you game for another one? Oh, another caller? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. We got them all lined I, up for I, you. I live and die for the callers. All right, Brian in uh, Mid City. Brian in Mid City. Hi there. Welcome.
0: Hey, hey Tom. It's it's always a pleasure. Um, I've got uh, my wife and I tried a couple of restaurants this week. Uh, yeah. One really good. One, uh, you know, not so remarkable at all. Yeah. Um. The first one is the unremarkable one. Uh, I sent my dad a, a gift card for Red Lobster because he loves Red Lobster. He lives in Tucson, Arizona, and unfortunately. Oh, well, that um, explains it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and I got a free ten dollar card for Red Lobster, good only in January. Uh, so we we used that before it would expire and it was our first time ever having Red Lobster because you know we we've never heard anything good really all that impressive about it. Uh, I will say the service was good at the red lobster, the lakeside mall. Uh, but like the, you know, the blackened catfish was pretty unremarkable, uh, kind of on the plain side. Um, my wife had the, the sailor's platter where the, you know, the garlic shrimp was okay and she didn't really like the fried shrimp at all. Um, and the fish that she had with that, the flounder was, uh, was, was very, very plain. Um. So, you know, moving on, um, <clears throat> we uh, we were. Yeah,
2: let's do. I mean, it, yeah.
0: I, 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 yeah. to,
2: for the life of me, I cannot understand why anybody who wanted to eat a seafood lunch or dinner uh, would go to the Red Lobster when you're one block away from Drago's, uh, a block away from yes, uh, Bistro Orleans, uh, uh, Mr. Ed's. Uh, Oyster Bar and Fish House. I mean, there's just not, a, a whole bunch of really good seafood restaurants in that neighborhood. Why would you go there? I mean, it's a, a their yeah. problem yeah. is that you know this is a nationwide thing, and nationwide things <clears> tend <throat> to not take advantage of the local ingredients that we have here. All the crawfish. I, I wonder if they ever do crawfish there.
0: It'd be yeah, so, so we decided to find out for ourselves. But anyway, so now last Tuesday we went to – we started off going to uh, River Ridge based upon a recommendation on your show
4: yeah.
0: um, to go to the Happy Italian, but we found out, unfortunately, that they're closed on Tuesday. Yeah. And so yeah, we a lot, kept you know, driving. Uh,
2: You've <clears gave> given <throat> me, a, me an, an in here to say this. Uh, if you're going to a restaurant that you're not familiar with, or you haven't been there before uh, and it's a Tuesday, check to make sure they're open because a lot of restaurants are closing on Tuesday now. It used to be it was just on Mondays that that they would be there. But now a lot of them are open on Monday and closed on Tuesday. Now go figure that one out. I don't
0: know. (laughs) So so then we decided, uh, my wife decided very quickly on her phone, look up, because we were in the mood for Italian, well, pizza specifically, and a good pizza at that. Uh-huh. So, yeah. she did a quick check on her phone, and it turned out that uh brick oven cafe around Williams and Vets mm-hmm. was indeed open. Yeah. And so we uh, we decided to you know for once try brick oven cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried the soup of the day first, which was chili and cheese, and you could tell it was uh, you know it was a. Uh, homemade type of recipe it was rich and meaty uh you know very enjoyable and we ordered the uh the margaret pizza uh-huh. and we were uh, very you know very pleasantly surprised at at, at the quality of the pizza uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't greasy and you know it had it had a nice touch of olive oil uh you know the crust was excellent uh, you know, among the best uh, best pizza crust we've ever we've ever had. Um, you know, very 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 enjoyable pizza, quality pizza, and you know, one that's um, you know one that goes down very well. Unlike you know many of the the chain pizzas out there, oh, or even yeah, a couple of I the local ones.
2: You know, uh, there's an interesting uh, story about that <clears throat> restaurant. One of them is that when they first opened up, it was the family. That has Fausto's, uh, uh, oh, uh, Fausto's sister uh, Irene's, Irene's cuisine down in the French Quarter, and a few other restaurants around town. Uh, this the, the family had a lot of really good places, and that was one of them. They opened that originally, and it, it was a first-class place from the from the get-go. But something else that happened there later was that the people who bought it are the people that own uh, uh, in in uh, Bucktown. What's the biggest restaurant in Bucktown? It's uh Deanies? yeah. It's the it's that's the family that's <clears throat> running it now. And they've done a pretty good job with it, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I, I could see that and, and of course I did mention uh it, it has a wonderful atmosphere as well. And, yeah. yeah uh, the good. tables are beautiful, you know, white tablecloths, uh and yeah. everything. Um uh, do you have a favorite um A favorite entree over there at Brick Oven?
2: Uh, Yeah. They make this uh, chicken dish that has, let's see, it has some uh, ham in it. It has mushrooms. It's a brown sauce. And it's one that is more likely to be seen in Chicago or New York City than here. Because it's here. The Italian cuisine in New Orleans is totally dominated by Sicilian cooking. There's nothing wrong with Sicilian cooking. I love it. But, that is the local style, and these guys over at the uh, over at the uh, the brick oven, uh, they're they're going up to some pretty much nor- northern Italian food, which I appreciate uh, having at least some of that around town.
0: Oh, okay, so so, there so there it's, it's a little different, a little different from the Sicilian.
1: It it
2: really is, and I I think you'll find a lot of dishes on their menu. Just reading the descriptions of them, you'll say, well, this is really different from from what we're used to.
0: Uh, yeah, because so my uh, wife definitely wants wants to go back there, so we'll we'll take another recommendation from yeah. you and go back there, and and uh, we'll we'll try to, fi- to hit up Happy Italian on on uh, a Wednesday, I suppose, because I think they're closed on Monday and Tuesday.
2: Well, that could be, yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's fairly common. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, good All luck right. with that. It sounds like you're having it already. Yeah. Right. Have a See nice you evening. Minutes. You too. See ya. Two six zero. 1870 is our telephone number. We have time for somebody. Also, do we need a break? We need a break. We need a break. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more of it in a moment. After first, please this. Hey, uh, just coming back from the uh, from the break. There, uh, we had somebody who was uh, talking about the brick oven cafe and wanted to know because he liked it a lot. Uh, what he should get next time he goes, and I knew exactly the dish I wanted to tell him about. I just couldn't remember the name of it, but I looked it up, and it's called Chicken Vesuvio, V-E-S-U-V-I-O. Chicken Vesuvio, it's uh, made with uh, chicken, of course, but uh, also Italian sausage and roasted potatoes. Great dish. A lot of other good food over there at the Brick Oven. On FM, on HD, on SkyWave and online, this is WWL Radio New Orleans and WWL-FM HD1 Kenner New Orleans, where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone.